0: Alrighty, folks, quick one here. I want to discuss a business MVP in the middle of what everyone is calling the pandemic of COVID 19. So, you're probably asking yourself, what the heck is this fool talking about already? He ain't been on in a while. We never got that life insurance episode he was talking about doing. And now he's talking about an MVP during COVID. what is this fool talking about? Last time he was talking about Kobe and he was an MVP. So here's what I'm talking about. A lot of people have to pivot, right? Maybe it's how you work, where you work, what your job's doing, whether you have to get a new job. All kinds of stuff changed, right? We've all been all over the place these last couple months, right? Many of us, you know, had, uh, I don't know, employment issues, health issues, reduced pay, whatever it is. A lot of people have had something. They've had to at least adjust at the very least. Maybe you work from home now, you know, and you miss your buddies from work. And that's a small problem compared to the unemployed, but it's still a problem for you, right? I get that. I want to share something I think was very smart and pretty cool. So what I've seen, I'm sure a lot of us have seen it too, is that there's beer and liquor companies that are now making hand sanitizer. And you're saying, who gives a damn? The thing is airborne now. I got to wear a mask every day. It's making me sick. I'm breathing my own CO2. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be insensitive to you. But think about it this way. If you were a small IPA, right? You own your own little brewery. Shout out to HH5 and H. Von Crash and their Instagram and YouTube videos. They were pours of the day and things like that. He's a fellow small businessman like myself who's just trying to get by and grow his own empire. You can uh, find him at hh5art on Instagram. And then from there, you'll see all his uh, other business partners and whatnot. But let's say you were making a small batch of beer or small barrel quantity scotch and whiskeys, right? So you make pretty good money, right? Because your product's a little pricier. It takes a little more effort. But you're a niche. And you got to, you know, you're not past Blue Ribbon. So you're going to do what you got to do. So now, well, people can buy beer. Because it's an essential business, it seems, but not all my customers have money, so now they're buying the PAPS and they're not spending eight bucks a bottle for me. I can't handle that. So, what do you do? Where is there a need? Cleansing products. Can I produce these in my facilities? Yes. Do I have some or any of the ingredients or all of them to produce this? Yes. Can I pivot and get produ- production running? Yes. You get it done you start making money. So was that good? Yeah, it was good. It was smart. And you'll just say, oh, that jerk's just trying to survive. Well, I salute him. If you're trying to survive on your own teeth and not living off the government or some other people because you don't feel like providing a service or being of value or you think you're too good because you've got your nine degrees and no job, well, that's your problem. But the guy who says, I'm going to pivot my business and keep doing I salute that kind of mindset. You're willing to not go down the drain. You're willing to not give up and sit home. And I think one of the big beer companies did it too. It might have been Coors. I forgot one of them did it. But uh, there's a second part to this. So we're probably going to have one commercial. I'm not going to put it in the middle. I'll probably just put it in the beginning of this episode. Just so you all see how I think about what I'm doing. So I'm not going to waste a lot of time on this podcast. What's really interesting is that they found a way to make money, Right? Maybe can make more money. Who knows? You know, maybe they just all, maybe you get together with two or three other IPAs and you go fill a uh, contract for Cuomo or another governor in another city, right? You say, hey, you guys are hard hit. I can get you 48 ounces every two minutes. Deliver a year's worth in a month. How's that sound? Just give us every contract. Boom, done. Now you negotiated, right? You're good to go. You spoke to Scott over there in Florida too, and he's going to buy a batch because you got a buddy out there that you went to college with, and you guys started your beer companies. Uh, Not as partners, but as non-enemies, shall we say. So if that's your case, you're now making money, maybe even more, but at least you're surviving, you're keeping employees going. I think 67% of jobs in America are provided by small business owners, so I salute you. Now here's the backside end of that that I don't think a lot of people will think about up front. Here's a whole other part of that. If you can deliver in a time of need, without being a robber baron, which is like the guys who price gouged us and we're charging like $10 for every N95 mask, knowing that they're like 2 bucks a piece, 3 bucks a piece in normal times, not when we're at war with the pandemic of a virus here. If you can provide a service at a decent rate, how much more do you look good? Not only keeping your people employed, but now you've got great PR. My company stepped it up and instead of making booze, which you might think is good, but some people don't, I'm making a product that's gonna help save lives, keep products clean, and I'm charging a fair price for it. Well, hot damn, y'all, I think I'm gonna buy some of that beer if I could afford it. Right? Who's gonna think like that? Now let's say it's Coors or one of the big guys, Anheuser Busch or InBev, one of them says, hey, we got a, you know we got a year's worth of stock already, we're gonna stop and start making a sanitizer. Now, those guys already know the value of their brand and switching that positioning. But what I'm hoping is all the little guys knew how to get that word out. So the lesson here is that these guys who get that done are MVPs, not because they only figured out how to make money, keep their employees employed, how to pivot, which is something we all got to learn, but the small batch or smaller companies... They can't necessarily compete with the cores in them, but they compete by having a quality, honest product and a niche fan base. When they pivot and start making the hand sanitizer, if they were able to get that word out properly on their social media channels, they're the MVP. You know why? Because they utilize every tool available to them. And in a world where social distancing is what people are calling new norm, which I refuse to accept that terminology or that lifestyle, I want a better new. I don't want a new new. I don't want the old. I'm not going to bite into this craziness a lot of people are into. We're going to do that for another podcast. But the companies I've seen who were like, we pivoted and they did it. And they were just being honest about like, hey, we got this product. If you know people need it, we're even giving some away free. First of all, that's going to be a tax break for them probably anyway. Second off, the money they spent doing it, they might be able to write off anyway, get a better deal with the government, some kind of tax break. They provided a valuable service in a time of need and were able to get that out to build their brand. That's an MVP. That is an MVP. Because Anheuser-Busch and all the big boys, they got a bunch of guys running around like squirrels with their heads cut off, climbing trees, trying to figure out how to pivot and take advantage of every crisis, like Ron Emanuel said. So, by the way, I'm not going to do it advantage of crisis. I'm just trying to give you some stuff so you see that there are people who think like this, and that it's always time to market your business. It's never a time to not market your business, but there is never a time to take advantage of people. So the lesson here, folks, I'm going to recap, is that We're talking about the COVID MVPs. And for me, those are the small business owners who are not only willing and able to stay open and keep their employees employed, putting checks in people's pockets. Like I said, 67% of jobs in America, I believe, is the right number are employed by small business owners. But the ones who are able to stay open, who are able to pivot to providing uh, safety devices, and the ones who are able to successfully use that in their branding and marketing tooling on social media, and stuff like that, especially when everyone's social distancing, right? No one's, no one's seeing each other. No, we gotta stay ten feet apart. No, I'm scared. Blah blah blah. Or I'm, you know, maybe you are, you know, maybe you do have bad health. So that's cool. I'm not trying to mock anyone. But the people who were able to provide a service, change the service they provided, change their product, keep their people employed, and then on top of that, they got to get their branding right. Man, hot damn! I respect them. Part of my language. Because it's not about taking advantage during the crisis. It's about surviving the crisis and thriving in the crisis. I had a t-shirt years ago that said, Hashtag Thrive or Survive. And the smarter people I knew were like, That's so real. And the dumber people I knew were like, That's stupid. You can't do one without the other. That's not the point. The point was either you thrive or you survive. And the whole point of this podcast is, I don't want you guys just surviving. I want you thriving. There are business owners who have increased their income... By helping people during the crisis. And there are businesses that are taking advantage of people during the crisis. So you need to decide. Are you going to be weak or are you going to be strong? Are you going to thrive or are you going to survive? It's not enough to just get out and play the game. You need to dominate. Are you going to be Black Mamba? Or are you just going to kind of lean back and just kind of lob a few passes because you know Black Mamba on the court pushing it to the limit? That's a throwback to my episode about the lazy man versus the smart man mentality, which talked about Kobe versus Shaq and uh, an interview I saw that Shaq had done. So that's for your thoughts there. Not sure what y'all think about that, but uh, something for you to think about that I've put out there. It's that podcast, well, you can hear it, actually, you can't see it, but something else out there for you. So this is probably like a 10, 12 minute podcast. I've been aiming for like 20 but I'm um, getting back in the groove. I'm in the car. I had to make a run after my mid-shift today at work. So I am working from home. So I am still working. I consider myself blessed and thankful to the Lord my my job as well for what they do for me. But it really comes down to a choice, folks. Even if you are in a lockdown state, are you going to thrive or survive? I'm barely surviving, Tony. Then write a blog about that. Make it a digital diary that you share with the world. Take screenshots of it and post it on Instagram and Twitter. Talk about your feelings. Maybe someone else will be inspired by what you do. Hell, you might save a life because someone realizes they're not alone in what they feel. Hell, you might make some money. Someone's going to sponsor you. I think either one of those outcomes is feasible and possible in 99 different cases out of every 100. If we're willing to be honest, open, and candid about how we feel. Have I been scared? I have been, folks. Have I found ways to make money? I've been trying. I've been trying. I've been writing down ideas, trying to push stuff through, working on my new books like I've talked about before, working on a play. Came up with a new idea today that I'm not even going to share because I think it's so fantastic. I got to figure out how to copyright, trademark, and then get it get it running before it's running, so I can. I think it'll work in uh, my state and other surrounding states. But my brain's always running, folks. My brain's always running. So, like I said, thrive or survive. Are you gonna be an MVP like the small business owners who are now making? Hand sanitizer and a surface cleaner? Are you going to pivot and start making defibrillators instead of cars? Are you stuck at home and you can't do anything? Are you at least getting free Wi-Fi from the government? You got a phone that kind of works even if you don't have service? Hook it up. Start blogging. WordPress.com. You can start for free. You can start for free, folks. You know, go on blogger.com. I don't know if that's still open, but Twitter's still running. Tumblr's still running. Instagram is up. Social media is killing it right now. And you're going to say, yeah, the algorithm sucks. Tony, I can't win. At a certain point, it's either you push against the tide until you are on the other side. Or you give up and you drown. I'm not willing to drown. I got bigger dreams than I can, uh, I can, I can handle sometimes. And that motivates me. My boys and my wife motivates me. The lack of the fact that I don't have the income I want yet motivates me. What we're going through in the world right now, it motivates me. Hard times make strong men. I intend to come out of the other this stronger. Changeinadvance.com. You can hit me up at Tony at Changeinadvance.com. You can respond to this with voice messages, voice notes, I think they call them. I'm on Twitter as Changeinadvance. I'm on Instagram as Pedagogy the Fresh. On YouTube as Changeinadvance. Tumblr too is Changeinadvance. I was on TikTok. I have not posted. Uh, maybe I'm giving it to the media telling me what to do because they said TikTok was spying on me, but. Honestly, I'm not making videos, folks. It's frustrating because YouTube has these different rules, but I'm out of here. Thrive or survive, folks. Be a COVID MVP. Peace.